Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know you need to know. I'm Jamie East, and this is the Standard Good morning, it's Saturday the 16th of April. I'm Mike in for Jamie this week and in the next seven minutes or so we'll look back on a week where Boris visited Kiev, Rishi Sunak was in hot water over his wife's tax and his green card, Pretty Patel announced a new plan to send asylum seekers to Rwanda and the Met Police issued more partygate fines but no one resigned. This is the Standout 7 from the Smart 7 and don't forget to hit the follow button to get daily updates from 7am. The war on Ukraine reached its 50th day this week with Boris visiting Kyiv on Saturday to meet with President Zelensky. How are you? You know how I'm... See how you need. You're looking good. Oh, it's an absolute, absolute pleasure to see you. The pair went on a stroll around the relatively deserted streets and Boris was presented with two cockerel jugs by a well-wisher. The cockerel has become a symbol of Ukrainian resistance after a photo of a bombed-out kitchen went viral where only the ornament was left standing. Boris, though, probably hasn't seen the meme. For wine or for water? <laughs> two, two cockerels. Boris bought another £100 million in military aid for Ukraine, including more anti-tank missiles and the Starstrick air defence system. He praised the resilience and courage of the Ukrainian people. So the Ukrainians have shown the courage of a lion, but you, Volodymyr, have given the roar of that lion. I thank you for what you've been able to do. I think your leadership has been extraordinary. It was a dramatic week for the Ukrainian military, who managed to strike the Russian flagship Moskva with their Neptune missiles in the Black Sea. That started a fire and ultimately sank the ship, which had been used to launch cruise missiles against civilian targets. Former Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko, who has been fighting with the Ukrainian army, says it's a significant day in the war. This is, I think, the first step for the future deliberation of Crimea. By this missile attack, we save the lives of many civilian Ukrainians. Ukraine's current president, Volodymyr Zelensky, spoke to the BBC He's Clive Myrie, and he's again called for Germany and Hungary to stop blocking efforts to ban Russian oil and gas sales. We don't understand how you can make money out of blood. And we need to talk together with these countries on how it's possible for there to be different attitudes to this issue. The oil embargo within the European Union. Surprise! The Met Police dropped 30 more Partygate fines on Tuesday, this time for the awkward office event that was Boris's birthday party. That meant Boris, wife Carrie and Chancellor Rishi Sunak were all issued with fixed penalty notices for breaking lockdown rules. This is the man who made the rules, announced the rules and broke the rules, becoming the first serving Prime Minister to have been found to have broken the law, but he showed no intention of stepping down. Let me say immediately that I've paid the fine 
and I once again offer a full apology. There was a brief gathering in the cabinet room shortly after 2pm, lasting for less than 10 minutes. In all frankness, at that time, it did not occur to me that this might have been a breach of the rules. Chancellor Rishi Sunak also offered an apology, but like Boris, he hasn't resigned. Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer says that's just not good enough, especially when so many people around the country made so many sacrifices during the pandemic. They've dishonoured all of that sacrifice. This is the first time in the history of our country that a Prime Minister has been found to be in breach of the law. Britain deserves better. They have to go. Partygate was pushed out of the headlines on Thursday as Prime Minister Boris Johnson unveiled his new plan to deal with channel-crossing asylum seekers and refugees. Anyone entering the UK illegally, as well as those who have arrived illegally since January the 1st, may now be relocated to Rwanda. This innovative approach will provide safe and legal routes for asylum while disrupting the business model of the gangs. The initial pilot scheme will see a focus on single men arriving by boat or lorry who will be given a one-way ticket to Rwanda, where they'd have their asylum claim processed and, if successful, be offered long-term settlement in the African country. Home Secretary Priti Patel says a new arrangement is a partnership with Rwanda, a country which has repeatedly been criticised, including by the British government, for its approach to human rights. It is the biggest overhaul of our immigration system in decades, underpinned by a Nationality and Borders Bill, which will soon become law. This agreement fully complies with all international and national law. And as part of this groundbreaking agreement, the UK is making a substantial investment in the economic development of Rwanda. The Rwanda scheme attracted widespread criticism from human rights organisations, with the policy described as cruel and nasty. Labour leader Sakir Starmer says the whole scheme is just a ridiculous proposal designed to distract the public. It's a desperate announcement by a Prime Minister who just wants to distract from his own law-breaking. They're going to cost taxpayers billions of pounds and they just reflect a Prime Minister who's got no grip, no answers to the questions that need answering. Ali Habi Ali was found guilty on Monday of murdering Conservative MP Sir David Amos and of preparing acts of terrorism. The judge said Ali failed to mount any legal defence but did deny all charges and said he targeted the MP over his vote for airstrikes on Syria. Detective Chief Superintendent of the Met Police, Dominic Murphy, described him as a committed terrorist who had also self-radicalised. I've worked in counter-terrorism for 16 years and I found Ali Habi Ali's behaviour in court to be quite disgraceful and disrespectful to his victims. And I think um, it's, a, it's a measure of, the, of him as an individual. And I'm pleased to say that on his conviction, he'll be hopefully spending a considerable amount of time in prison. The Labour MP, Kim Leadbeater, is concerned there's a real problem with the culture around politics, which hasn't improved since her sister Jo Cox was murdered in 2016. I think we need to look at the kind of society that we want to build. And that, for me, is about political discourse. We also have to look at what is going on in our society that is drawing people to the extremes. I think the culture around politics is an important part of the kind of society that we want so that people are not drawn towards those extremes. Still to come on the standout seven, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are back in court and Liam Neeson surprises the Derry Girls. Right after this. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome back. The where commuters in New York were shocked during Tuesday morning's rush hour when an attacker detonated a smoke bomb and opened fire at Brooklyn's 36th Street station at 8.30am. Yav Montana was on board the train when it happened. He spoke to CNN. There was, there was blood on the floor. There was a lot of blood trailing on the floor. Now, at the time, in the moment, I did not think that it was a shooting because it sounded like fireworks. Ten people were shot and a further 13 injured before the attack had disappeared, leaving behind a jammed handgun and more ammunition. Police have named a person of interest but don't have a suspect as of yet. New York Mayor Eric Adams says it's still too early to say if it was a terror attack. This is terror. Someone attempted to terrorize our system. Uh, they brought in what appears to be some form of smoke device. They discharged a weapon. And so I don't want to be premature in identifying that this was or was not... Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are back in court again. This time, Johnny is suing Amber for an opinion piece she wrote for the Washington Post in which she claimed to be a victim of domestic abuse. He's looking for $50 million in damages. She is countersuing for $100 million. It's all taking place in Virginia and is being streamed live, with star witnesses expected to include James Franco, Elon Musk and Paul Bettany. Amber's lawyer, Ben Rottenborn, says it is not going to be pretty. Mr. Depp's team is going to try to turn this case into a soap opera. Why? I'm not really sure, because the evidence isn't pretty for Mr. Depp. Derry Girls is back for a third and final season on Channel 4. If you've not seen it yet, you are missing out. It's set in Northern Ireland during the Troubles in Derry or Londonderry, depending on which side you're on. And it stars Nicola Coughlin, who is now also the star of Bridgerton, along with Tommy Tiernan, and for one episode only, international superstar Liam Neeson. Yet the Straban man and Hollywood legend turned up as a police officer in the opening episode, and the troublesome schoolgirls are in, well, some trouble. We were just trying to break them. We would like to speak to a solicitor, please. All in good time. For the tape, the inspector is refusing us the right of legal representation. There is no tape. You're trying to stitch us up, Archie. Why would I do that? Because we're fiends. That is a very serious obligation, girls. Are you denying that your organization is prejudiced, inspector? For the tape, the inspector is refusing to answer. There is no tape. This has been the Standout 7, the best of the week from the Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow, 7am, with the Sunday 7. Have a great rest of your weekend. Written, produced and published by Daft Dog.